Welcome to Let's Swipe Online Dating Stories. I've only been, I've only been on this call five oh, minutes and I'm getting my ass kicked. <laughs> it's like my dating life. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Let's Swipe Online Dating Stories. With you as always is me, Amanda, and I am joined by my irresistible co-host, Erica. Hey guys! And we also are joined by our, really, our other co-host, Amy, because she's here so often, which we're so happy about. Hello! And then today we also are excited because we have a man! Um, So welcome, Paris. It's really nice to have you today. Hello! That was my family's (laughs) Not just a man, a man with an accent. Yeah, the best kind of man. Now I'm blushing. Now I have to go away. <laughs> well, you know, we love men with an accent because <clears throat> we're pretty sure he's not our cousin. So we can go there with him because we're pretty sure he's not around his <laughs> eastern parts in Missouri. <laughs> oh, my God. We live in Missouri. Missouri. No, I'm sorry, honey bun. You get outside 50 miles from where we are, it's Missouri. Well, in our St. St. Midwestern city, we are Missouri. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, not to be, well, okay, yes, you can confuse it with Missouri sometimes, but, you know, we'll we'll save that for another podcast. Yeah, I mean, that's mostly August. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Since we have Gareth here, I thought we would kind of ask him a little bit about men's perspectives, and I know... Last week, Erica and Amy and I were talking, what is it like for dudes when they're online dating, and, um, you know, what what do you kind of expect? So just first tell us maybe a little bit about why you do online dating and your experiences, just a little bit with it, and we'll kind of go from there. Uh, Why I do online dating? Hmm. I like being punished for past (laughs) sins. I don't know. It's... uh... The whole idea is to try and find someone closer to home because I have a history of long-distance relationships, and those are tough. Uh, So I figured if I was going to find someone closer to home, you put in within 50 miles on a date nap, and you would get get somewhere with that. Um, I have used several in the past, but uh, had most luck with OkCupid. I have used recently as well Bumble. That's the one from the women's perspective, where they are the ones that have to contact you first. Um, but yeah, okay, Cupid mainly. Uh, so not a lot of us on on the female side have used, or at least on this podcast, have have used Bumble. How's your experience as a dude like been on Bumble? Uh. <laughs> Not a lot of luck on Bumble. Bumble seems to be, and, and broadly speaking, there seems to be a lot of nurses and teachers and more of the upper executive types. And that's just the ones that I seem to see a lot of. There, there are others, but there seems to be an off, especially nurses. There are a lot of nurses on there. Were you the one who told me that uh, maybe... Maybe it was you who told, whenever I signed up for Bumble, somebody had told me that a lot of the women on there did tend to be, like, more super 
super professional types. Yeah, and there seems to be okay. a lot more Christians and conservatives on there. Interesting. No, that's that's only what I've seemed to have noticed uh, as far as what comes up. Now, again, it, because it's from the women get to choose if they uh, initiate, all you're doing is swiping. And the profiles are a lot smaller, so there's less information you're going on. So you're going on a couple of pictures and then a couple of little bits of blurb. You know, you'll basically find out, you know, if they're... Uh, Christian, conservative, if they exercise a lot or a little, that kind of stuff. And then maybe one or two little questions they answer. So you're not really going on a lot of information. So you're you're swiping and then be prepared for heavy conversation afterwards if they like you. You're, if you swipe and they like you back, then uh, they've got like 24 hours to start the conversation with you. And if they don't, then it just dies and goes away. And if they do initiate the conversation with you, then you've got to be on your A game because not a lot of people seem to initiate on that at all. Very picky. I find that interesting that you only have 24 hours. I would lose a ton of matches because I routinely go, even doing this podcast where I'm like, oh, i got to be online dating all the time for the podcast. I still... There's no way. I would, I would probably miss they, out on... They probably have... Uh, I don't know what the, what the women's side of the features are, but from the male side, you get to pay for extra time. So if you want extra time, more than 24 hours, you have to pay, like, three yeah, nine nine or something. Yeah, so they'll get their money somehow out of you. You know, that's interesting. My experience with Bumble has kind of been the same thing. Like, I, I send... You know, you match up with someone and then I'll send send an email or however that works. And I've lost out on a lot of matches because nobody comes, like, people don't respond to the message within 24 hours. Even though you've liked each other, people don't see it in time, so they don't respond. Yeah, that's a terrible feature. And, and, and if you don't, like, if you don't respond, then they just... It kind of disappears. Like you can't go back and and do it again. It, I I do not like Bumble at all. I tried it, but I do not like it. It, it seems to um, it, it's very narrow. Like you don't have time. The the twenty four hour thing really sucks. Yeah. That's so, why I, I like OkCupid for that stuff because. There's no time limit on it. You can like someone, and then the option is you message them, or you just sit there and have a pile of likes and decide so who you want to talk to. <laughs> when you're on these uh, dating sites, do you – I mean, I hear tell from a lot of guys that they have to cast a pretty wide net. You know, you've got to, like, message a lot of girls to really get anything. Do you, do you find that to be true? I think – one thing certainly true that uh, women get more responses on likes than men do. I think that's just a thing. And out of the responses or likes that you, you find that you get, if you pay extra to see them, otherwise you don't see them. But if you see if you can see who likes you, I would say 25% of them are probably fake. You get a lot of fake profiles. Uh, which are just like phishing scams, so they can, so if you're like, you engage in conversation with them, they'll try and get 
you to call a number or to go to a website and stuff. So our viewers or our, our listeners, I should say, can't see this, but there's a lot of surprise over here. Like this week, <laughs> there is a really interesting the audience of the scammers. We've not run into this. So like there's yeah, some, get, like, you, there's you, some you, lady and what happens? Yeah, you you'll you'll get you get hundreds of responses to your to your profiles. I'll get ten. And then of those ten, two of them are definitely fake. And you can tell because they'll either have one picture or two pictures, and sometimes the two pictures don't quite match. <laughs> so that can be a giveaway. The profile's also a giveaway because it's very basic, but it's very accommodating. It's one of those you know, I like to laugh, I like to have fun, I'm a good cook, I like fishing, you know, it's like one of those sort of profiles, and if they do answer questions, it's around about 10 or 11 questions. Whatever the minimum is to get your profile on OKCupid. And to get match up as well, so that you match high with this fake profile. Now, (laughs) you you can spot them sometimes, but occasionally you're like, I don't know if this is real, are you a real person? So you'll maybe try messaging. And then you get weird responses back, and then immediately you're like, yep, this one's a block. Well, like if a guy sent me a message that said, are you a real person? I'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> well, you don't actually phrase it like that, but you, you, right. you test the water a little bit with uh, some questions that they might not answer. And then when they give you very indirect responses, you can be like, mm, okay. But uh-huh. I, I had a conversation, this was a couple of years ago, but uh, my profile was set to within about 50 miles, and someone from Ohio liked my, my profile. So I'm immediately, I'm like, that's weird. And then I looked at the pictures. It was like two pictures. It looked like the same person. The profile was filled out pretty well, and we started talking. About two minutes into the conversation, it was just off. Something was off in the conversation. And whenever you question something, you just got a response, haha, you're so funny, or something like that. Rather than yeah. you're you know, you're a piece of shit for questioning me as a real human being. Uh, and then towards the end I'm like, Yeah, you're a fake profile, this is this is a scam. And then immediately they're like, Well, my grandma's in Nigeria right now and I'm like <laughs> Yeah. Oh my so, god. So I'm a prisoner. <laughs> This old lady is down there stuck in legitimate circumstances because yeah. you were yeah. a doubterator. Tisk, tisk, tisk. Yeah, I don't feel bad about that. <laughs> but yeah, that, that seems to be my, the main thing is, uh, from what I've heard, that women seem to get a lot of likes to wade through. Men do not get as many. Uh, I don't know about casting the net far and wide. I think that's... No, that's not really true. You can probably find, you know, a bunch of people within the the area that meet your criteria. It's then just fine-tuning it a little when you you talk and whatnot. Oh, sure. I I guess when I said casting a wide net, I meant more rather than, like, geographically, I meant because I think men have to send the intro message more often. So we were also talking about how sometimes the messages from guys are – like stock messages, he'd try the same message to every girl, and and I get it, I get it, but it's also kind of annoying and hard to work with as a girl trying to respond to that message. I uh, in my profile in the OK Cupid thing, it has a list of uh, why you should contact me if you want, and you put something in there 
and I put in if you know what Scotland's national animal is. And that is the icebreaker. If a woman wants to contact me, they'll be like, I know that. That's the unicorn. So they'll write, it's the unicorn. So I've had a few messages like that. And that gives them, the, and then I'll, you know, try and be funny and woo them. No, that's not. <laughs> I have a fun fact for you, Amanda. Ruth and I actually did meet on OkCupid a couple of years ago. I actually emailed him first. Oh, hey. Yep. You and I had like a 98 or 99% match rating, even though we'd all answered several hundred questions each. It was one of those situations where when I read through his profile, it was like, I have got to email this guy. I don't care if anything comes out of it or not, but I really have to talk to this guy. So I didn't know the Gareth Amy friendship came from uh, OK Cupid. That's a huge success story, even though it's just platonic. And that's awesome. Yeah. One of the important things and uh, as far as looking for things in profiles is everyone of our age range is probably coming out of a relationship or has had in the past, maybe has kids or maybe has everybody's got baggage. Everybody's going to have these things. Yeah. So in the profiles, you know, a lot of a lot of people say my kids are my number one thing and I like this, that and the other thing. Uh, they stick to very simple and obvious kind of stuff. It's the important things I think are the, the the little weird quirks that make you who you are, and those are the things that will draw my attention. When Amy and I talked, it was Lego. She <laughs> said, "I like Lego or something," which is very bizarre to find on a dating site. A girl who says she likes Lego in this age range is unusual, so that immediately piqued my interest. And that's the sort of thing you look for. It might not be Lego. It might be a, somebody mentioned Kate Bush in her profile, who's a musician from the UK who didn't gain much traction over here in the US. So to see that in a profile, you go, oh, this person knows like some interesting and different music. And I like that music. So I can I have something in common and now I can communicate with them and uh, that kind of stuff. So that's what I look for. And that's why a lot of women complain that guys don't read the profiles, and I think that's true. But I'll read that profile from front to back because that's how you engage in conversation. Because the conversation, if you get to the point where you're like, what's your favorite color within the first five or ten minutes and you're done, <laughs> that's going nowhere. It's like, what's your favorite color? It's green. Oh, okay. What's yours? Uh, blue. Oh, that's cool. That's the kind of conversation you end up with. And I know people like to save stuff for meeting. You know, they don't want to give the whole the whole farm away straight away. But uh, you've got to have something to latch onto and and find out if there's any chemistry to begin with. I think. So those little things I think are more interesting. I get that kids are number one, and I get that you know you maybe like baseball and basketball or the cards are your favorite team. But you know, tell me actually something that tells me something about you. Why do you like these things or or what was it that got you started on that? Those little interesting factoids. We've actually had conversations about that very similar to that. It's actually really good to hear a guy's perspective and that you do read the profiles because we've talked about how it can be really hard when a guy doesn't have anything in his profile. And I would say a lot of guys don't have very much. I like hunting and fishing and being outdoors. It's like, okay, well, where do you want to go outdoors? Or, 
you know, what do you play baseball? What position do you play? It's like everything is so vague. It's hard yeah. to find something to draw on. So do you feel like, Gareth, how do you think most women's profiles stack up? Do you think most women's profiles, like, are, do you think women actually do write more in their profiles? Because that was my guess, was that women write more in their profiles than men do. I can't tell you what men's profiles look like. I've never seen them. A lot of them, they're like, whatever gets me laid, ladies. Like, whatever you want to hear. You know? So... <laughs> But yeah. some could be like, you know what, like they, they know they need to step it up or maybe they're just genuinely that guy. They're like, look, I'm on here. I have a pretty good idea what's out here, but let me just lay out what I have to offer. And you're like, OK, right on, you know, so. I think you can tell very quickly on a profile if the woman thinks she's hot or a catch because there's less information on there. She'll give, you know, she'll have like 10 pictures and she'll just give you you know i like having fun that kind of stuff and it's it's not very in-depth so this woman clearly thinks she's hot and she doesn't have to do much work to get attention and that's probably true she probably gets a bunch of likes <laughs> then you go to the it me the, amanda just pointed at me no i pointed at erica <laughs> because it, you, <laughs> okay i'll I, point at erica too because, Amy, you have a very long, extensive profile. I'm not pointing at you. Erica is like, you know, like the close-up with all the, the full-on, like, filter and the makeup. I'm like, I'm so hot. You just, mm. <laughs> Duck lips. Like, I mean, come on. Right. I'm just lazy. That's all there is to it. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Gareth. Please, please continue. <laughs> no, it's just that the, those profiles will be, if you've got any questions, just ask. Well, clearly, you don't know Anna. Oh, my God. Oh, that they is my thing, too. They have it, too. So <laughs> Why? When guys, when guys put that on their profile, I immediately say, I don't care about you at all. I'm not, like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> yep. Ask me so anything that translates to, I'm too lazy to fill out this profile. So, so Gareth, is that is it is that your reaction to the females who just like just yeah. ask, and you're like f you, like yeah, oh. pretty much anybody that does the doesn't bother to fill out any information and says if you've got any questions just ask no, and the other one is if you are more negative, and I get that people are jaded dating, but some of those profiles are like, you know, they'll start off saying. I haven't had much luck with this and you guys are assholes and you know if you're going to write and say this then you know fuck you and if you're going to write and do this then I don't care and then and it's a whole long list of stuff that you don't like then that's not going to gain you any uh, uh, traction with me at all tell me what you do like tell me the the things that are interesting don't Tell me all the things that are crap, because we all know the things that are crap. And it's been interesting with the COVID thing going around that a lot of people are, are kind of chilled out a little bit. The, the, the question, they're not so desperate to grab onto somebody. It's more just, hey, do you want to talk stuff? And I think with that, you're, you're seeing some of the profiles, people letting their humor get in a little bit more. And just, you know, they're not so, you know, forceful about what they're looking for. and Because I don't think, a lot of people really know when they start on this. You know, what do you really want? That's a difficult question. I don't know. I just want to talk. <laughs> it's like, 
you know, just start with say what you don't want, which yeah. is why I think a lot of profiles end up like, well, I'm look, I don't want someone who does this. It's it's hard to kind of reframe that in a positive way sometimes, because right. I think I've made that mistake of starting off with a negative, like writing in in the negative about dating. It is that is difficult. So I will give people some benefit of the doubt there, but it's definitely important to state things that are like deal breakers or be specific about, you know, if, you know, not a Trump fan. So I'm going to tell you right off the bat, do not talk to me. If you're just going to, you know, tell me how great Trump is because we're not going to get along. We're just not, it's not going to happen ever. Um, So that's good to get that, that broader stuff. But even then it's nice to pick at, the politics and the religion stuff later just because it's fun (laughs) (laughs) i know we used to have a friend who would get really frustrated because she couldn't meet people and then she'd sort of engage in conversations uh, strictly for the point of kind of i don't know if antagonizing is the right word but it's sort of like um you know, she'd start conversations with people, and if they got kind of pissy with her, she'd get really pissy back with them. Have you ever had a situation like that where you've purposely kept a conversation going just so that you can? No, I, if if things start getting that way, then I'll just say this isn't okay. working and and move on. I think the only occasion that's got close to that was the one, the date that got through the cracks. That uh, my usual. Uh, vetting process was shortened down she was in a hurry to meet because she didn't like messaging and uh so we met after like four days or something which was pretty quick and she turned out she was a trump fan and i'm like oh dear this was pre-covid by the way correct this was a while ago this is uh, this was a long time ago uh, so yeah, we're, we're all practicing social distancing and wearing our masks, and everyone else should too. Yeah, so yeah. This was a, this was at the beginning of the mayhem, rather than the, towards the end of it. Um, so what made back. you what made you skip your vetting process and just like jump in and meet her? I'm I'm one of those people that kind of if you're funny and can make me laugh, that's uh that's a good start with me. And she was funny. Uh, there was a couple of little red flags that I kind of just went, eh, I'll just ignore those for now. We can, we can talk about them. Uh, but I should have talked about them because they were kind of clues to the way. Because she was, uh, she came from a rural area, lived on a farm, worked as a nurse, but also had a, a past as a uh, prison warden. <laughs> So it was a mixed bag, but yeah, it was a sense of humor. I'm like, yeah, we seem to get along. It was a, a good banter that we had. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm up for meeting. And then it just all went horribly wrong because she's like, you know, uh, I wish you could change your political uh, uh, thing. And I'm like, yeah, that's not going to happen. And it was all just basically because of uh, she was a Trump fan. <laughs> Didn't go well. <laughs> Uh, so, just how did this whole, uh, this particular episode end? Like, once you knew she was, and you're just like, mm-hmm. it, it ended basically at dinner that I paid for, in a gentlemanly way. 
and I just words I said that's the the politics thing is probably going to be too too big a bridge to or too big a river to bridge. So you know it was nice to meet you, but adios. I try not to uh, waste anybody's time, including my own, because there's no point. Yeah. I don't. I try not to do the ghosting thing. I tr- if it's not gonna happen, it's not gonna happen. I'll say I. I just don't feel like it's it's happening. And if they're upset or whatever, I'm I'm happy to answer questions. But I don't like to go too, you know, too deep into Cheers that. Cheers to that, Gareth. I like to yes. send a little. Amen, brother. Amen, yeah. brother. I I very much am a proponent of the like. Hey, it was a nice. I had a nice time chatting with you, but I don't think there's a romantic connection. Good luck to you. Email. Right. It's a lot like that, and I think, you know, it helps just to draw a line under something and everybody can go about their business. Uh, it's harder when somebody clearly prefers you more than than you like them and there's, they're thinking maybe there was something there and you don't. That's always more difficult. Uh, but, uh, again, it's... Uh, I feel like sometimes we're maybe in too much of a hurry and that sort of thing where people are in a rush to meet and then and then make their decision right there that's tough because you don't know me you know you've barely got to know me and then you've made up your mind in the space of one dinner but i do understand there's sometimes you're you're wanting that little bit of lightning to strike and like ooh, this person's fun or something um and sometimes you can really get that with with someone other times it might be a little bit work digging in because they're maybe a little introverted and quiet and you don't really get to see the real them until you've dug down a few layers so I'm introverted and quiet normally <laughs> so I like people that like to dig down a few layers uh, so yeah that's what I do we could make a, a Shrek reference about you having layers like an onion but you know <laughs> I don't want to compare you to an ogre just because you share a Scottish accent with Shrek you know yeah I'm a bit of a shot and I do like being left alone, so get away from my swamp. All that good stuff. <laughs> you better watch out, dude. After this podcast, there might be a bunch of ladies. Yeah, like, I, yeah we might get some requests. So many layers around. <laughs> As Gareth is talking, you know, like an Indiana Jones, his students are all just like, <laughs> I feel like that's how we are listening to Gareth. Oh, I love you. <laughs> I can see him blushing. <laughs> I've always said that my accent often gets mistaken for charm. They think I'm very charming. It's just the accent has you. Uh, bamboozled in the beginning. Just roll with it. So many. So That's why I do. I do roll with it. Position have like rolled with it over here, and this specializing in the Midwest. We're like, oh my god, you're so international. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I make no bones about the fact that uh, any profile that I put up is going to mention Scotland or me being Scottish somewhere. I've been here. 21 years. I've almost lived here as long as I lived in Scotland. I didn't so, know you were here that long, dude. Yeah, I've been here a while. Oh. And 
So yeah, but I'll still lean into the Scottish stuff pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> I would like I would like to think if any of us were overseas, if we we're like, hey boy, blah blah blah, they'd be like, oh my god, she's an American. What? You know. I had that experience. Our like international policy, just just for her flat midwestern accent yeah i was i was just gonna say because i have a fairly strong midwestern accent and i don't think anybody would be finding my accent charming (laughs) you'd be surprised there's a lot of uh, uk accents that are very hard to decipher but when uh, american people hear them they're like oh that's so cute and you're like really that's it's like a Yorkshire accent. That's not a cute accent. But. <laughs> my my very first boyfriend was from from Manchester, so he had a very thick Mancunian accent. And whenever he pronounced my name, it always sounded like Emma. And he had a very deep voice. So every t- I mean, I swear all the dude had to do was say my name, and I was just like. Ah. I'm looking at the clock, and I think that might take us out for this episode. But Gareth, we kind of hope that you'll stick around for our next episode. You get you get to see a little bit more, strangely, the female psyche. I don't know if you want to see it, but you're going to see it. So you should stay. Well, I need 3D glasses and stuff. No, no, no. You just need your ears. You just need the ears so you can be like, holy shit, did I really hear that? <laughs> Give me some clues. Oh, no. oh, we're going to lay it out. Yeah. You don't need clues. You just need to listen. We're going to be like, blah, 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 blah. You'd be like, oh, my God. Holy shit. You know, one of, the best, <laughs> one of the best lines I ever heard, the, the last person I dated, he, he said one time, if a woman is wearing matching underwear, you, you didn't decide you were going to have sex that night. Like, if you match your underwear, it's because obviously you want someone to see it. So the woman decided that she wants to have sex, not the guy. Oh, my God. Oh, I see. But, I mean, also women can wear matching bras and underwear without wanting to have sex. They just might want to feel pretty underneath. Well, yeah, like, a lot of us do it. I'm like, I'm wearing this thing. I have underwear that matches this. And also, you know, the whole thing, like, Wear clean underwear because you might get an accident. You don't know. And I'm like, there might be a hot EMT guy. I might be like, <laughs> my brain might be half gone. But he's like, damn, that girl's matching her underwear. What? <laughs> you know, yeah, she's she dead, has- but her shit matches. Good for her. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, man. You should see Amanda's face, you guys. Amazeballs. <laughs> No, I mean, I think that's funny and a good point. And if you're a ghost and you have to wear the same outfit that you died in, you want to have matching underwear. You yeah, want to look at girl, it. yes. Okay. Clearly, Amanda's the brains of the operation because I never would. Not the same thing as Amy. She probably would have thought that too, but I can tell you all, I never would have thought of that. So, yes. If it's not your mom's voice or your grandma's voice being like, make sure it matches because you don't know. Maybe the fucking afterlife, motherfuckers. Like, (laughs) exactly. Um, All right. Well, I don't think anything can top that. So I think this episode is going to draw to a close. So thank you so much, Gareth, for letting us pick your your man brain. Thank you. (laughs) Um, We've loved having you here and are excited that you'll be on the next episode as well. And as always, Amy and Erica. Mwah!
You're the best, Amanda. So, um, and I just want to remind everybody, we would love questions to answer on the podcast from you. We would love feedback. We would love your own dating stories, or maybe you want to be on the podcast. So email us at letsswipepod at gmail.com. And there's no apostrophe in that. So letsswipepod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. So I guess that's it. See ya. Bye. Bye.